Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Suplex Show with Brad A. And today we're going to be doing the SmackDown review, in which I I would say the main talking point coming in and out of the show was probably the Hell in a Cell match between Roman Reigns and Raymond Mysterio. So uh, that's obviously what we're going to be talking about kind of first and, like, getting the most attention. But first, we're just going to kind of do the little intro part. So if my voice is, I might be talking a little bit weird, which, first of all, it's because I got new, like, braces in the other day. And it's, like, hard for me to close my mouth which or open my mouth fully, which sounds dumb. But it's true. And then also, um, I'm trying to save my voice because I'm recording back-to-back episodes. After this, I'm recording the Hell in a Cell predictions, which will go up tomorrow. And the reason I'm recording them today is, first of all, I mean, so I don't have to um, record tomorrow. But also because tomorrow is uh, Father's Day. And so I can spend time with my dad and I don't have to be, like, recording. So I'm just going to get the Hell in a Cell predictions out of the way once I finish this. So my voice might sound a bit... Um, how do I say? Just a bit like I'm not super. I don't. I don't even know. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So yeah. Uh, if my voice sounds a little off, that's why because I'm uh not like I'm just trying to save my voice for the next recording. And then if tomorrow's sounds a bit weird, that's because I just recorded um an episode. And so you know, last night SmackDown, I thought it was good. Um. I think the build-up for Hell in a Cell has been okay, but I'm excited for the pay-per-view. I think most of the matches have potential, which I'll talk about more in the prediction show, so make sure to listen to that. But anyway, the last little thing I kind of want to talk about in the intro is, um, so I I didn't watch all of Dynamite last night, but after SmackDown was over, I watched some of Dynamite. I'm not staying up till 11 to watch AEW. I'm not that invested in it. That's what time it ends where in my like time zone where I was, so, yeah, I'm not staying up till 11 to watch AEW, or 11 to watch AEW, like, I was already tired, and I don't really, I, I'm not that big of an AEW fan, like, if, even if, if Raw was up until, um, 11, probably wouldn't watch it, if NXT or SmackDown, I probably wouldn't watch it, the only time I'll stay up till 11 to watch, um, that is, um, what is it? Oh, if it's, like, a pay-per-view, that's the only time I'll be willing to stay up to 11 to watch wrestling. But the main little thing I did see was, um, I think his name was Brock Anderson. He's Arn, Arn Anderson's son. He made his debut in a tag team match with our boy Cody Rhodes. And, um, yeah, I thought, um, I didn't, I thought he was fine. You know, just I just kind of wanted to live, give a little insight on, like, from what his debut. Obviously, there's some things where he could, like, improve. My main points of concern for him was just that he didn't really seem very, like, he didn't seem, like, he didn't stand out much. He just didn't seem, like, he didn't seem very, like, charismatic or anything or working. He didn't work the crowd really much. I felt like in, like, his gear was just, like, cyan with his um, initials on it. I just think he needs a little bit more character presentation, that kind of thing. And... Kind of like that. Other than that, I thought it was wrestling. I thought it was fine. I mean, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of it. But I thought, like, there's definitely, like, he can improve. But I, I thought it was good. Like, I thought his wrestling ability was good. Um, But, yeah. Uh, so, that that's that's pretty much it. I thought it was good. 
I thought he was good. I mean, there's always some stuff to work on, but that's mostly, I was wrestling was fine. I just think he needs to work on like character presentation, all that stuff a bit more, just kind of stand out from the crowd. But uh, that's, that's about it for the outro for today. You know, um, so let's actually get into the SmackDown show, which uh, main talking point I would say was um, Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio at Hell in a Cell match for the Universal title. So let's get to talking about that right about now. So welcome back to the Suplex Show, and let's get into the kind of main talking point of this show, which was Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio Hell in a Cell match Universal title. Originally, this was supposed to be on the Hell in a Cell card, but it was pulled for what is currently an unknown reason. There's been some rumors floating around. Um, the main which the main one I've heard is that so there's a rumor going around that Roman said like he wouldn't work paper for years, or maybe it was even like he wouldn't work. Period in a match if it wasn't the main event. And there's and I think they want to do Lashley McIntyre as the main event to Hell in a Cell. And so Roman didn't want to work the show because he wasn't in the main event. So they put it on SmackDown. But I feel like they easily could have just like flip-flopped it around so that he was in the main event. So I don't know the actual answer. Of course, that thing where he won't work, and that's obviously just a rumor. And like the whole thing, nobody really knows the exact reason why. It's all just kind of like a mystery. Um as to why this was not on Hell in a Cell and got moved to SmackDown. It maybe is just a pop rating. Uh, we don't really know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we don't know. But, nevertheless, it ended up happening. And let's get to talking about the whole All the Ray Mysterio, Rowan Reigns stuff. So, uh, show opened, and Ray Mysterio's music hit. Uh, he came down to the ring, and kind of, like, the cell lowered around him. So, he was in the cell by himself. Um... And he started, he cut a little promo and talked about how, oh, Roman Reigns injured my son Dominic last week when he threw him out of the ring. And I and he was like, I don't know when Dominic is going to be back in the ring, but he, but uh, I'm going to make sure that Roman Reigns pays. And I wanted to destroy Roman Reigns so badly that I couldn't wait until this Sunday at Hell in a Cell and I needed to take him on tonight in a Hell in a Cell match. And then, um, then Roman's music hit, um, and he said, um, he was like, oh, well, it's not my fault I took out Dominic, and then, which didn't really make much sense, um, because it kind of was, his, I guess, I guess you can maybe make that argument, because he was fighting Ray, not Dominic, and then Dominic just kind of came out of nowhere and attacked him, but I would still say it kind of is your fault, Roman, um, and then Roman was, like, asking, he's like, Ray, are you ready to take me on? And Ray was like, yeah, I've never been more ready to destroy anyone in my entire life. And then Roman's like, yeah, I'm out of here. So Roman went backstage. Um, and he said to Paul before he went backstage, he was like, I'm trying to do things. My, I'm trying to let, I'm trying to give Ray a chance to walk away. I'm trying to let him do things his way. I'm trying to give him an opportunity to survive. But he doesn't want to, so now I'm going to do things my way, and I'm going to murder him or whatever. Uh, so, you know, open the show. It was a solid promo segment. I mean, like, nothing super, like, amazing. But, you know, the typical pretty good Roman Reigns um, thing, you know, just, it was it was good. Um, it wasn't, like, superb. But I, I thought it was a nice little um, promo segment. You know, I enjoyed it. Um and that's, uh, and it got me kind of, like, excited for the main, main event. So, you know, yeah. And then, so later in the show, kind of, like, a bit before the Hell in a Cell match, 
Uh, Roman was backstage in his locker room, and Jimmy Uso came, and he's like, I know I don't always agree, and Jimmy was like to Roman, I know I don't always agree with things you do, but tonight I'm going to be with you because my brother Jay isn't here. I don't think he wants to be around us because I tried calling him, and he never answered, and then I went to his house, and he didn't show up. I think he's intentionally kind of like a ducking us or that, and he said, um, yeah, so he said, since Jay's not here tonight, um, we're going to stick together. Uh, but then Roman's like, don't worry about me. I, I'm going to win this match. It's not, not, don't worry about me. Go find your brother or else, you know, heads are going to roll or something. Another pretty good promo segment. Nice to, uh, all the, always the Roman Reigns, like family stuff is always really good. And this was just another solid segment out of that. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, and then, uh, main event was, uh, Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio at Hell in a Cell match for the Universal Championship. And, um, so, uh, Rey obviously came out first, then Roman came out, and right as the match, like, the bell rung, Rey went to the outside, got some weapons, he got a steel chair, and, uh, he started hitting Reigns with it before, um, Reigns was able to get the steel chair, and he kind of, like, threw Rey out of the ring to kind of, like, get some breathing room because he like there's an early flurry by Mysterio. He came out to attack Ray with the chair, but then Ray spayed him with a fire extinguisher, not something you see much. And then he like hit him in the head with the fire extinguisher a couple of times. So Roman started kind of like back off and get out of there. But then Roman, um, or sorry, Ray, Ray like hit him. And then Ray came out of nowhere and hit him with a toolbox and then uh, went to a commercial break after that. And so we came back um, from the break, and Ray like set the chair up on kind of like Roman Reigns' neck. So like, if he like threw it into something, it would hit uh, Roman's neck. And so he threw, so he wrapped it around his neck. And then, um, oh sorry, before that, a couple he hit like he kind of like set the chair up on Roman's back, and then he did like a baseball slide so that Roman would like collide with the chair and the cell. Nice little move there. And then he put the chair around his neck and he like threw him into the cage wall a couple times and then he threw him into the ring post. So every time like it hit the wall, the chair would be like forced into Roman's neck. But then eventually Roman able to hit like this beautiful, like just like the, like you could bloody hear it. He hit this headbutt on Mysterio and that one sounded like it hurt. But, um, and then so Roman tried to spear. So there's like a table set up against the wall. And Roman tried to spear Ray through the table, but Ray was able to dodge. Roman went through the table. And then um, back in the ring, um, Ray went for a sunset flip. But, um, or sorry, back outside the ring, Ray went for a sunset flip powerbomb. But Reigns blocked, and then he, like, threw Ray into the kind of, like, cell a, a bunch of times. And then uh, back in the ring, Ray, Reigns hit the Superman punch on Ray. And he went for the spear, but Ray was able to dodge. Um... Then uh, Ray went for the 619, but Roman was able to hit him with, like, an uppercut. And then um, Roman went for, like, a spear into the corner, but uh, Ray dodged. Roman got sent into the ring post. And then um, and then Ray hit a 619 off that and then started hitting him with the chair bunch. And then uh, Ray put the chair on top of Roman and hit a splat, like a frog splash. But it did, like, some damage to him, so he wasn't able to make the cover. And then he hit a, another splash. And at this point, I was like, does Ray have a chance here? But then uh, Roman threw the shoulder up at one. Or not at one, sorry. Threw the shoulder up at two. And then he picked up Ray and he powerbombed him to the outside of the ring, like, onto the cage, kind of like he did to um, 
um, Dominic, and then he put him in like a modified guillotine choke, and Mysterio tapped out. Uh, and then after the match, uh, Jimmy Uso came out and he started like he said to Roman like I acknowledge you, and they were like celebrating together. And then uh, Ray was like getting back up to his feet, and then Roman put him in the like modified guillotine again. And um, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good match. I thought the commercial break kind of hurt it, and I wish they had a bit longer to work. But for like a TV Hell in a Cell, I thought it was pretty good. I just wish it was on the pay per view because then they would have had more time to work. And um, they wouldn't have had commercial breaks to kind of like interrupt the action. But I, I overall, I did still think it was good. I thought all the, I thought the opening promo with Reigns was good. I thought the backstage segment with Jimmy and all the Jimmy stuff on the shows. I thought the race stuff was good. Um, I just wish I just wish it was on pay per view. I think it could have been better there. But um, the other thing I wasn't the biggest fan of was I don't I don't like that Ray tapped out to Roman. I felt like, because Ray's like, he's fighting for his son. I don't think he should, like, give up. And especially since it's a baby face. I feel like he should have been, like, unconscious by the, the new choke. Like, I would have much preferred that to him tapping out. But it's just, like, a minor nitpick. You know, like, nothing big. Overall, this was pretty good. And um, now that we're done with all the Roman Reigns stuff, let's get into the main play-by-play of the show. I'll see you there. So, welcome back to the Suplex Show, and now we're just going to kind of go over, like, the main things that happen on the show, the play-by-play, if you will, that didn't involve Roman Reigns or things that I already kind of talked about. So, after the opening promo between Roman and Ray, which I already talked about, was uh, Apollo Crews and Amanda Kaziz taking on Kevin Owens and Big E um, with Sami Zayn on commentary as a tag team match. And then... Um, so they came out. Sammy obviously came out to ringside before the match started to watch the match on commentary, and then so things the match started with uh, Biggie and Apollo in the ring, and so Biggie kind of was fighting for Apollo for a bit. Then he tagged in um, KO, and they started kind of isolating um, Cruz in the corner. But eventually, Cruz was able to escape and got the hot tag to Commander Z's. Immediately hit a big boot on E, and then the match kind of went to the outside and um Aziz hit Biggie with a big like body slam on the outside then it went to a break um we got back from the break um Apollo tried to get Biggie on the apron for like the Death Valley driver um but Biggie was able to reverse and he hit uh, and then and then Apollo went for a suplex on the apron, but Biggie was able to reverse that and kind of just take out, uh, Apollo out on the apron. Then he tagged in Owens, who hit a power bomb, and then the um, like a swanton bomb onto Apollo Crews. That swanton bomb KO does, by the way, very impressive, especially for his size. But yeah, um, uh, then um, the fighting went to the outside for a bit, and Sammy was able to distract Kevin Owens. Um, on the outside, because he's like, hey, Kevin, did I? And so he's kind of distracting Kevin, and Kevin managed to, like, rush back into the ring, but he, um, and he, like, he almost got counted out, but he was able to rush back in the ring. Right as he got back in the ring, he got hit with the Nigerian nail, um, and by Aziz, who pinned him. And then, uh, after the match, put, like, post-match, um, Sammy was kind of, like, cheering on. He was like, oh, yeah, this is justice. Kevin, for what you did to me. And then uh, Commander Z said another nail, Nigerian nail on Owens. And Owens was, like, fully out at that point. And then Sammy Zayn went backstage. He was watching on the TV, and he's being interviewed. He's like, this is karmic justice. This is what he deserves. This is what he deserves. And so overall, um, 
I thought this was a fun tag team match. I thought Aziz, it wasn't like great or anything, but I thought he he, he was fine. You know, I thought he was good. It was solid. Nothing like super great, but I, I thought he was fine. Solid. Nothing too bad. Uh, I, I thought this was a nice energetic tag team match. Um, of course, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of all these storylines constantly going on forever, but like at least they're good matches that we get out of them. But speaking of storylines going on forever, then backstage after that, Owens, he went to Sonny Deville and Pierce, and he said that I want, like, I want to fight Sami Zayn. And so Pierce said they'd have a match at Hell in a Cell, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, which should be a pretty good match. It's just, like, we've already, like, this feud has been going on forever now. Like, I just wish they didn't keep going with it. But, you know, like, at least it'll at least it'll be a good match. That's kind of my, like, outlook on it, I guess you could say. Like, at least it'll be a good match. Um, speaking of good matches, the next match was Shinsuke Nakamura for versus Corbin for, for the, like, crown, battle for the crown. This was a not great match, but, you know, whatever. At least the storyline's probably over. So, uh, Rick Boogs, per usual, came out with his guitar. He got Shinsuke in for, and, like, played Shinsuke in for the match. And, um, then Corbin came out, uh, match started. Immediately, Nakamura came on the outside. And, um, no, sorry, Nakamura came on the attack. He took out Corbin for a little bit. And then he went outside with Rick Boogs, and they played the guitar for a little bit. Which, just kind of, like, stalling. And then, um... Eventually, so Shinsuke got back in the ring after that, but Corbin was able to recover while he was on the outside. Hit a nice little clothesline and then a deep six, but Nakamura was able to recover and hit the snap like he kicked him in the face. And then uh, Corbin went for like the choke slam on the knee that he does, but uh, Shinsuke countered it and then he hit the Kinshasa and then he won the crown and then the match was over. And then Rick Boogs on the on the entrance ramp, he like gave, officially gave Shinsuke the crown and then it cut to the ring. Where Corbin was crying. Yeah. This match was short. And it wasn't that good. I mean it was fine. It was probably their best match so far. Which isn't saying much. But it was it was whatever. You know I don't really care about King Shinsuke at all. I, if anything I feel like King Shinsuke is worse than his actual character. That he used to have. Because I feel like this. Like I feel honestly I feel bad for Corbin. Because Shinsuke stole his property. And then Shinsuke gets rewarded by getting a match where if he wins, he gets to keep Corbin's property. And then Corbin loses and he's crying. Like, is Corbin the face here or the heel? Like, I don't really get it. Seems like Shinsuke's the bad guy, which I, I think is not good and it's bad and it shouldn't be happening. And I just don't really care. What is Where does Corbin go? Is he just like Baron Corbin again or is he King Corbin or what? Like, I don't really know. And then is Shinsuke now, is he, like, King Shinsuke, or is he just Shinsuke, or, like, what? I don't care. I don't know. I thought they were going to do, like, a double count out or a double DQ, and then they'd have a match at Hell in a Cell. But I was wrong, apparently. You know, this was whatever. You know, I didn't really care about it much. It was fine, I guess. Like, just, it didn't really matter, I guess. Like, like sure, it's at least, like, oh something happens, a new... Crown King, but like realistically, what's Shinsuke gonna do with it? Like, it just, I just don't care. I would have much preferred if they did like a King in the Ring tournament where Shinsuke came out on top because at least that way it would actually make sense. Not just like at least that way, it would, like, make sense that Corbin has to put his crown on the line. Not like 
Shinsuke beats him once, and then he just gets a match. Like, does that mean, like, whenever someone beats Shinsuke, they get a match for the crown? Like, because that's not, like, when Roman beats Corbin, when they were feuding, he didn't get a match for the crown. So how come Shinsuke does? Is it because he stole his property? Is he being rewarded for stealing? It just doesn't. It seems a bit counterintuitive, if you ask me. That's all. Um, so next up, Bianca Belair came out, and... Um, but Bianca came out, out and she shared a little video package of what happened on last week on Ding Dong Hello. And she's like, lol, Bailey, you're trash. And she's like, Bailey, I have little announcements to make this week, this uh, weekend, my, or on Sunday, our match between you and me for the SmackDown Women's title is going to be inside Hell in a Cell and I'm going to beat you and retain the title. Then Bailey came out and she uh, attacked Bianca Belair. And, um, but Belair was able to kind of, like, throw her out of the ring. Um, Bianca tried to throw Belair over the barricade, kind of just get her out of there. Then Bailey, um, grabbed her by the hair and started beating her up a little more. And then, so, Bailey, like, threw her back in the ring. She hit her finisher, the roast plant, and then she held up the title. And all, like, the Thunderdome screens, they changed to, like, it showed Bailey holding up the title. And then it went to a commercial break, so... That segment was fine. Like, it was a fine segment. I think it'll be a good match. Um, Belair, or I almost said Belair versus Banks. Uh, Belair versus Bailey. The only problem is, so Hell in a Cell. Obviously, it wouldn't even be in Hell in a Cell if Roman, if Roman versus Mysterio was on the Hell in a Cell card, then that match would not be inside Hell in a Cell. And the other thing I have a problem is, is that I feel like, like any other match on the night could be like I feel like more matches are more deserving of being Hell in a Cell. I feel like Charlotte versus Ripley is more deserving. I feel like Owens versus Zayn is more deserving, and I feel like Rollins versus Zaro is more deserving because all of those feuds have like um. So what am I trying to say? Um, Charlotte versus Ripley have been feuding since the night after WrestleMania, and obviously there's like some deep seated tension because of like WrestleMania 36. Owens and Zayn have been feuding like for the past, like, nine years at this point, like, on again, off again. Very, like, intense rivalry. Rollins and Cesaro have been feuding since, like, fast lane. Like, they've... But Bill or Bailey have only been feuding for two months. I feel like, if anything, it should be, like, probably Rollins and Cesaro in the cell. Like, I think that makes a lot more sense. I'm not the biggest fan of them just getting a cell match because Roman is not on the card. I feel like because Roman's not on the card, if anybody does... I feel like it should be Rollins versus Zara or uh, Charlotte versus Ripley even because I feel like those feuds just, like, seem a bit more intense versus this feuds just, like, oh, they laugh at each other and and it's 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 intense, guys, because they laugh at each other. So, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that. I mean, it'll be a good match. I just don't think it should – I just don't think it needs the Hell in a Cell match. And then next up, um, the final – Proper well is kind of a match before um the Hell in a Cell match between or next up was the backstage segment with Uso and Reigns which I already talked about. Next up was Otis versus Angelo uh, Dawkins with a no Matches for because he was like I don't know injured or something from the attack last week. So um Otis came out first and then um, Dawkins came out and uh, before they rang the bell, uh, Gable kind of like got a sheep shot in on. Dawkins and then Dawkins started chasing him around the ring but then Otis attacked him like attacked him outside of the ring so the bell had never rung at this point and then so um Chad Gable and Otis just got 
ganging up to beat on Dawkins, and then they attack, like they sent him in the steel steps with his like injured shoulder, and then they got him back in the ring and they hit him with like a German suplex like lariat like discus clothesline combo, which I assume is their tag team finisher. Kind of looks like Dawkins landed on its head from it, but like I don't, I'm not sure. It was a nice tag team finish. I thought it was a cool looking move though. And then the match just got called off because Dawkins was like too badly hurt from the attack. Uh, this was you know whatever. I mean the match didn't actually happen, but I thought, um, I thought the tag team finish. I thought that was cool, and I'm interested to see where this goes from here with about the Street Profits just being like, are is this just gonna is this feud just gonna like end for two weeks and then they're gonna return or like what? Like I just don't really know. This was, you know, whatever. I just kind of wish we got the match. And then, like, they could have just beat him up like that post-match. But, you know, like, I guess kind of whatever. And then the very last thing, which was kind of a backstage segment before uh, Reigns versus Mysterio, which I already talked about, was so Cesaro was backstage, and he was kind of getting interviewed. Um, and he was talking about how um, when he texted Seth last week during Ding Dong Hello Show, he should have beaten him up more to make Seth pay for what he's done to him. But then uh, Seth interrupted the interview, and he's like, oh, can I talk to you, Cesaro? And then he got the interviewer out of there. He's like, move. And then um, Seth started talking to Cesaro. He's like, Cesaro, I hate you. Everything you stand for is disgusting, and it's a disgrace to this company. And um, he said, this Sunday at Hell Cell, I'm going to put you in your place and destroy you. And then um, Cesaro, like, threw Rollins out of the chair and then just walked away. And so it's confirmed that they're going to fight each other on Sunday. Another rematch. So, yeah. I mean, like, whatever. Uh, that's all for this week's uh, SmackDown review. I'll give you my final thoughts on the outro. So make sure to... Sorry, something. Um, so uh, I'll see you at the outro. Welcome back to the Suplex Show. And it's time for the outro. So, overall, I, like, enjoyed this episode of SmackDown. You know, it wasn't great. I thought all the Reigns Mysterious stuff was solid. I think it could have benefited more from taking place on pay-per-view, but I still I still thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought the tag team matchup in the show was good. I thought the Raw and Cesaro stuff was fine. Um, wasn't the biggest fan of the Bel Air Bank stuff and the Gable-Otis stuff um, with Angela Dawkins, it was also, like, kind of just, like, eh. So, this was a SmackDown that was, it was, like, okay. You know, I, I like, I was entertained by it. But it was kind of just, like, an up-and-down show. Like, there's some things that are pretty good, some things that I wasn't the biggest fan of. A lot, lot of ups and downs in the show. But, uh, yeah. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at The Suplex Show. Follow me on Twitter at Kind Platypus. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Google Podcasts, Radio Waker, or Radio... Radio Wave, Breaker, you know, anywhere you listen. And then go over to those other places, follow us there, because we can use all the follows so we can get uh, shout us out on Twitter, shout us out to your friends. And then if you want, like, a question or something to be read in an episode, as long as it's not inappropriate, you can send it to the Suplex Show at gmail.com. And I'll even shout you out if you send something in. So send in a little name you want to be shouted out by. It can even be a fun little wrestling name. Uh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? It would. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode, and I'll be back tomorrow for the Hell in a Cell predictions. Make sure to listen to that, too. Bye!